The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. day to you time for the buck blue show live from the battery atlanta here on the fan 680 and 937 and we are streaming at 680thefan.com you can actually click and watch the show or if you're not listening to the show right now pass the word you can get the fan mobile app driven by beaver toyota and listen anywhere Anytime, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, the Belushi Show here on The Fan. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com and see what wow really means. I do believe as we start February here, the 10 o'clock hour is up for grabs. So the sales team is out making that happen. Got the MVP, DT, in the house, ready to get to work today. You ready, DT? A little odd seeing Chuck and Turnoff in here. Yeah, it was fun, though. Yeah, I enjoyed their show this morning. Looking forward to uh, Locker Room later in the day, and then uh, our boys Nick and Chris. Yeah, I think I'm the only show in the same time slot. Well, yeah, it's it's tough to mix you up too much, you know, with just the one hour. I don't think anybody else wanted the challenge. Uh, They didn't want to accept the challenge of 42 minutes of content. That's true, Buck. It's a lot to fill. Although today, uh, sort of a slow sports day out there. Not here, though, man. We're ready. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, not a big sports day today. As a lot of sports talk shows, local and national, are busy playing games and filibustering. Not here. Still digging on the Georgia offensive coordinator situation and Coach Todd Munkin's flirtation with the National Football League. Mort told us yesterday he'd be surprised if Munkin does not take the Buccaneers job. So allow me to give you a little more insight into the mind of Munkin. He's a ball coach. Sort of sounds like Spurrier, doesn't it? Ball coaches, let me tell you what they enjoy. They enjoy drawing up ball plays, game planning, and play calling. Not recruiting. That's right, not hitting the road when the season ends, and trying to convince some spoiled 17-year-old that he needs to come play for him. However, Kirby Smart is paying Munkin some great money. Throw in those wonderful bonuses, and I would imagine Munkin's making close to $2.5 million a year. That's good money if you can get it. And they're winning big, baby. Munkin is at a place in life that he can do what he wants to do. Another wonderful thing. 56 years old. He's been in this coaching profession for an extended period of time. He's got money in the bank. He might have moved on from the idea of one day becoming a head ball coach. He's now comfortable dealing with Kirby's verbal explosions. 
will tell you, man, I'll be surprised if Munkin leaves Georgia right now. I'll be surprised. He's not really a full-time recruiter when the season ends. As a veteran offensive coordinator, I don't believe Kirby pushes him out on the road all the time. Now, he's got to go hit the road some of the time, but he's not out like a lot of these coaches that are out full-time recruiting during the offseason. Plus, who's his quarterback going to be in Tampa with Brady retiring? However, if he does leave for the NFL, the Bulldogs offense is in great, they're in a great spot with Mike Bobo ready to step in. Now, you may have forgotten, Bobo was a rock star for Coach Mark Richt in his final years at Georgia. The Georgia Bulldog offenses in 2012, 13, 14, they were putting up huge numbers. Just ask Aaron Murray and Hudson Mason about that. Another clue that Bobo would take over if Munkin left would be this. Buster Faulkner left for Tech. Do you think he would have left for Tech if he thought for a minute that if Munkin left, he would be elevated to the offensive coordinator job at UGA? He would have stayed. Again, Georgia is in a great spot. Kirby can't lose. If Munkin stays, that's awesome. If Munkin leaves and Bobo takes over, that's awesome. Folks, it's a win-win for UGA. And as a Georgia man, that's, that's always good to see. The win-win. And there's your big take as we get the show started today. Leads me right into some Falcons talk. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. All right, yeah, let's talk a little Falcons football. I want to talk about the 2023 priority for my Atlanta Falcons. And uh, what we're going to see uh, Fontenot and Art Smith do here in the coming days. We've got free agency looming. I know they're busy coaching up some of these draft-eligible players, so we got a big NFL draft coming up here soon. Falcons with money to spend, money under the salary cap for the first time in years. So what do the Falcons do? What do they do? I've got an idea on what they should do, which comes in handy with the job that I'm doing. And I say the Falcons, their top priority should be this. And I know what you're thinking, DT. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm going to talk about replacing Ritter. Uh, no. Well, that's not where I was going to go immediately. No, that's that's not where I'm going here. I'm going to go to the gut. To now, the soft, now you're talking. Now to you're the talking. soft underbelly of this Atlanta Falcons team. And that is on the line of scrimmage. I mean, that is on the interior offensive line. They've got a center and a guard that I don't believe could start at Georgia right now. And that is a huge problem when you're playing in the National Football League. 
I know they couldn't start in Michigan. They won that Joe Moore Award two years in a row. Dahlman and Hennessy, they're playing on roller skates. How can Art not see this when he's watching video? I mean, he's got to be aware of this, right? But it doesn't stop there. Look over on the defensive side. Yeah, I mean, sure, we got Grady. And Grady's a bad man. Shut your mouth. No, I'm not going to shut it. But they're double-teaming Grady, man. I mean, they need some other options on that defensive line because there is no legitimate option on that D-line other than Grady Jarrett. You got to fix that. And you got to fix it on the offensive line. And let me just propose that the Falcons address the soft underbelly on the defensive line in the draft. Got the eighth pick of the first round. I would imagine you've got a couple of guys out of Clemson that would fit very nicely. Uh, Jalen Carter is going to be off the board. Miles Murphy from Clemson, in my opinion, could be a strong contender there. Yeah. I mean, look, Jalen Carter's going to be gone. Not that they would take a Georgia player anyway. Yeah, and hopefully they aren't too cursed for all the uh, defensive Clemson players they've been taking in the past 10 years. And uh... Well, I think, uh, you know, what you should be doing is not worrying about where they went to school and take the best player right there. And I believe Miles Murphy at eight would be a great selection. And he's not just an edge rusher. He's not one-dimensional. I see Miles Murphy as a guy that can set the edge as far as the run game goes and a guy that can get after the passer, get after the quarterback. And that's the kind of guy I want. And if you're going to take a defensive lineman with the eighth pick of the first round, you need a guy that can do both those things. Miles Murphy is very impressive. I like Brian Breezy. I think Breezy is a guy that could step in and, and ball next to Grady Jarrett. He's a large human. He's a big boy. I would propose that you address the defensive line and the draft and you address the offensive line shortcomings and free agency. That's what I would recommend. And then in round two, I think I'd be going after a corner. Looking at the, uh, the personnel available in the draft at this point in time as we head into the beginning of the process, really. I mean, there's some, there, there's some depth at the cornerback position. I think you're able to get somebody that could line up opposite of Terrell that would be legitimate. And uh, maybe address that weakness right now. You know, the, the most outrageous thing I've seen, though, is uh, looking at these mock drafts. Are you mocking me? No, I'm not mocking anybody. But the most outrageous thing I continue to see in these mock drafts and the pre-draft propaganda is the Falcons. How about this? The Falcons need for another big receiver. Are you kidding me? Three years in a row? Absurd, ridiculous, and outrageous. You go Kyle Pitts two years ago, and I don't look at him as a tight end. He's not a blocker. He's a big receiver. And then last year, we go with the uh, big receiver out of USC, who I think has got a, a very nice future. You, you've gone for two years in a row. You've gone with a big receiver. 
are these prognosticators not paying attention? Or are they just trying to get me upset? I mean, what do you think, guys? When you see these mocks and you see these guys saying the Falcons have a need for another big receiver, I just lose my mind when I see that. Well, Buck, they're probably just trying to upset you and not paying attention, but maybe they're saying, well, this is apparently a theme for the Atlanta Falcons. This is the kind of player they're going after, and... I, as much as it seems crazy, we didn't think they, Buck, we talked about it on the show. We thought there was no way they were going to take a receiver last year in the first round, uh, and they still did. Uh, that's next to impossible this year. However, you have to admit, the receiving core is pretty thin, and they need more more pass catchers on the edge. However, again, that's not where I'm going with my first few picks. Then, uh, again, you took Pitts, big receiver, fourth pick of the first round two years ago. Last yeah. year, you took London top 10 pick first round I would not even I would not even consider taking another big receiver in this draft I completely agree with you Buck no it seems like you're going the other way no I'm just telling you you've forgotten all about Zacchaeus oh of course yeah another huge receiver well no he's Lumen is a little guy he's a slot receiver and that's exactly what they need I mean, you got London on one side, you got Pitts on the other. They're big receivers. Why do you need another big receiver? You need a slot receiver. You got one in Zacchaeus. So you got your receivers. It's the soft underbelly that you don't have. Plus, you got a coach that doesn't want to line up in a three wide receiver set. Have you considered that? He wants a fullback on the field, he wants a blocking tight end on the field. He doesn't need three tall receivers. He doesn't want three big receivers. I don't think they've considered that part of the deal. He wants to run the football, brother. And at least we found a running back in Algiers. I mean, we have found that at least. We need a couple more flyers like that this year. Now, as far as Ritter goes, you know how I feel about this. I don't believe he's the future quarterback. I mean, and it's been a small sample size. We saw four games, and I was not blown away in any of those four games. But I think it'd be foolish to take another quarterback in this year's draft. It's too soon. You got all these other weak areas. I mean, you could have. I mean, you could have uh, Joe Burrow back there, and Burrow would be getting killed with the offensive line situation. You won't be able to stop anybody because of the soft underbelly on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm I'm willing to go with Ritter, you know, for a year until we can address and correct and fix these other big weaknesses on the team. This isn't seven on seven, folks. This is this is uh, this is pro football here. You got to win it on the line of scrimmage, and right now we're not doing it. We can't do it. We don't have the personnel to do it. Seems like we went back to back with the big takes, but. Those are my opinions. And I'm sticking to them, baby. 404-231-1680. I'd love to have you come on the show, talk a little football with me. I don't think we're playing any games today on the show. We will have the top five. And we'll come on back and talk about another big story in college football. The bully is not the bully anymore. Talk about that next. It's the Buck Baloo Show, live from the Battery Atlanta, here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, 
Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Right. What the hell? We've mixed things up for Groundhog Day. With all our shows switching places for one day only. Well, it's Groundhog Day. Again? So enjoy it. Because when the alarm goes off tomorrow. Then put your little hand in mine. Hopefully things are back to normal. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Atlanta's 30-year home for sports. Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. Yeah, but everybody... Everybody must be real confused to hear you uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, no, this is normal for me. Nobody wanted to accept the challenge of the 42 minutes of content. So, yeah, Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. We are Monday through Friday. 10 to 11 right here on The Fan. And another glorious day in metro Atlanta out there. Will the sun shine? No shadow today, so spring will be here a little bit sooner. No winter. And I'm happy about that. So, yeah, we're in the same time slot. Nothing different here. And we're still talking college football, brother. Mmm, tasty. Time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, what's going on over in Alabama? Nick Saban. Still looking for a couple of coordinators to take over. Hey, Jim, hang on. We're going to get to you in just a second. Yeah, Nick Saban, uh, was he waiting on National Signing Day 2 to come and go because he's going to pick somebody off somebody else's coaching staff? Well, we're going to be finding these things out coming up very soon. Nick Saban very busy looking for a new offensive coordinator, looking for a new defensive coordinator. And he's been down this road before, believe it or not. He's done this three times in the last six years at Alabama, where he had to replace both coordinators. Seriously. But this time, there seems to be a little more sense of urgency. Because Alabama has slipped. They've fallen behind. Georgia has won back-to-back national championships. And last season, Alabama did not even make it to the SEC title game. Nick Saban, not getting any younger either. He'll be 72 years old this year. 
So he needs to find an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator that can absolutely step in and provide a boost to this Alabama Crimson Tide football team. Kickstart this Alabama team. Lift this Crimson Tide team who reportedly has the best talent in college football. So who's going to be the new offensive coordinator? Because they've got a big job ahead of them. They've got to develop quickly Alabama's next quarterback. Is it going to be Milrow? Will it be Ty Simpson? Both of them are wet behind the ears. And uh, wondering what's going to happen over there on offense, brother. Uh, could, could Joe Cox end up with this job, the former Georgia quarterback? He's now the tight end coach over there. Probably not. He'd be better than Cliff Kingsbury if they can find him. Defensive coordinator, uh, are they going to promote Todd Grantham? He was a defensive analyst over there this year. I see Jim Leonard is available, the former Wisconsin star defensive back and was the uh, defensive coordinator for Wisconsin. Highly thought of, by the way. He was the interim head coach when they fired Chris, was it? Yeah, Chris got fired. Leonard stepped in. Now he's out of a job. And he's got a pretty good deal, I think. He is a guy that uh, if he does not find or get another job in coaching this year, they're still going to pay him a million dollars. One million dollars to do nothing. That defense needs a return to glory. What happened under Pete Golding, man? Last season, did you see that Tennessee game? Alabama gave up 52. And in that loss to LSU, my goodness, they gave up 32. Nick Saban, it's going to be a big couple of weeks for him trying to figure out who's going to step in and take charge on both sides of the ball. And that leads me to believe, is Alabama a basketball school now? There's your college football nugget. 404-231-1680, the number. I would love to hear from you today. Like Jim, who joins us right now on 680 The Fan. Hello, Jim. Hi, uh, what would be the possibility of picking up Deron Payne and Marcus Davenport from on the free agent to uh, solidify that defensive line for the Falcons? Yeah, get you an interior defensive lineman and a legitimate edge rusher. That Davenport, though, doesn't he want like a boatload of money? I'm not sure I'd be willing to give him that. Now, Deron Payne's another story. I really believe that is one of the biggest needs on this Falcons team right now is a legitimate interior defensive lineman to go and to pair up with Grady Jarrett. But that's just me talking. You know, there's some others out there that believe they need to go with another big wide receiver. And the uh, first round pick in the draft, I just find that outrageous. Outrageous is what I'm thinking about that. They've got this new uh, defensive coordinator that came up from the Saints, obviously. So, you know, maybe they'll say, look, we've got to we got to show everybody we made the right decision at defensive coordinator with Nielsen coming in. So 
Now, the first thing we better do is solidify his defensive line, which is where his expertise is. Because if the D-line shows up, then the fan base thinks and the media thinks, oh, my goodness, the Falcons got the right defensive coordinator because the personnel got better. Because right now it is not legitimate if you're trying to win in the National Football League. So you got free agency, you got money to spend, you got the draft, you've got a full assortment of picks. You should be able to get this corrected. If you could just lay off the big wide receivers for a minute. And I'll tell you what, I just, uh, you know, as a former quarterback, typically I'm all over going with the receivers, if you know what I mean. But not in this case. Got to improve that line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Ken joins us on the fan. Welcome to the Buck Blue Show, Ken. We appreciate you, man. Hey, Buck. I appreciate you too, man. Good morning. How you doing? Man, we're doing pretty good on Groundhog Day. Absolutely. Hey, Buck, I just want to get my thoughts on Todd Munkin real quick, man. Um, Munkin would be out of his rocker if he leaves Georgia right now. He's got a chance to do something no other coordinator has ever done in the history of college football, and that's when three straight natties. Are you kidding me? you going to Tampa to do what? They don't even have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. Uh, the coach is going to be run out of there probably at the end of the season. Even if they tell you they're going to offer you that job, I mean, would you want that job? No, man. Stay. You, you're going to be plenty other opportunities coming up for you to coach because George is going to be on top damn near every year, and they're going to be knocking at your door every year. Don't jump to the first uh, uh, job in the NFL. Stay at Georgia, make history, because, Buck, I'm going to tell you something. Georgia's got a great chance to, to three-peat, man. I don't care what nobody says, man. And, and even after that, because that class of 24 um, recruiting class, it's going to be probably number one, and we'll probably do it again. So, I mean, he's got it made. You're the top recruiting guy in the, in the, in the college football, dude. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I guess he's just looking around. I don't really blame him for looking around. I'd be looking around, too, if people are coming after you from the National Football League. Obviously, it was a draw in previous years. Uh, prior to him getting this opportunity at the University of Georgia, certainly he's got it going on like you're talking about. He's in a good spot. People want him. Take a look at what they've got. If you're not comfortable with it, hey, they're paying you close to $2.5 million a year to come back and coach up these quarterbacks in this bulldog offense monk and in a really good situation right now sort of like me with the top five coming up the best in college football and the nfl it's time for buck baloo's top five presented by your locally owned and operated ace hardware find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com all right, Buck. We're all over the place with the top five this week. All right. We're going to make you make it, make a dance for us. I like that. All right, Buck. First, we're talking about your boy Joe Burrow. Yeah, man. He, he's become everybody's boy, I think, right? We love Joe Burrow, but what's your boy looking at? Um, uh, some, what's he looking some at? Some uncertainty in his future, maybe? He's probably looking at a beach right now, I would imagine. Is he looking at a big payday coming up soon? Probably right? got some lovely lady sitting next to him on a beach. <laughs> Joe he, probably does all right for himself. He's yeah. in a good place. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the Bengals, their head coach, uh, Zach Taylor, has already admitted it coming out of the loss in the AFC title game that it's time to sit down and enter into contract discussions about my man Joe Burrow. He's a championship quarterback. Now, he'll be entering the fifth year of his rookie deal, and it sounds like the Bengals are ready to tear that sucker up and pay the man. We're talking about, I look at uh, the market value around the league, uh, you know, the guys that he's in the same category as, Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. Yeah, they're all rich, Buck. And I'm seeing uh, in the future for Joe Burrow, now I'm... I'm not a palm reader or anything, but Are I you can, maybe reading the tea leaves, though, Buck. Yeah, I can read the tea leaves <laughs> with the best of them, and I know market value when I see it. And Joe Burrow's looking at a five-year contract extension, paying him forty forty-five million dollars a year. Can you say two hundred and twenty-five million dollars? Buck. And a raise from $9 million to $45 million. Just a few years ago, we were talking about guys getting paid $20, 25000000 million and how outrageous it is. Now, we're talking $40, 45000000 yeah. That's the going rate for these guys. Yeah, I don't think I ever said outrageous. I mean, I mean some you people, get what you can get. These, yeah. There's only 32 of these jobs in the world today. 32 of them. And Burroughs, he's in the top 10 easily. The top 10 best quarterbacks in the world today. What's the market value for that? Over $40 million a year. That's what Burrow's looking at. Yeah. Besides that girl in the bikini. <laughs> he keeps winning games. He'll be a lot higher than top uh, top 10. But All right. Well, speaking of uh, impressive quarterbacks, what's up with Tom Brady? Well, he is retired. That a, is that real? Yeah. Did he really retire, Buck? Well, I guess we got to wait, what, 40 days? Wasn't that? Yeah, he, he waited 40 days the exactly, last time he did this. Exactly 40 days last time. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced he's done. He's finished. Now, Giselle is saying he retired a year too late. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. Water under the bridge right now. But remember now, he's got this big broadcasting contract with Fox. I believe it's a 10-year, $375 million deal. That, that doesn't broadcast NFL football games as a color analyst. So he'll be making almost as much as Joe Burrow will for these next Joe five. Burrow. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, we're talking about Brady making $37.5 million a year. And that is a raise from what he's made in the National Football League. $37.5 million a year to be a color analyst. Now, I'm going to tell you this, though. There's pressure on Brady to deliver. When they're paying you money like that, and everybody's going to be passing judgment on Tom Brady. He's not going to catch a break if he goes out there and stinks it up. So I don't know if we can depend on Brady being around for 10 years as a broadcaster. That first year is going to be a really telltale sign on how long he's going to be sticking around. If it doesn't, if it doesn't sound good, the criticism's going to be raining down, and Brady's going to say, I don't need this, and he'll be gone. But right now, 10-year, 375, that looks pretty good. like your assessment there, Buck. All right. And, yeah, that was a little weird. Speaking of which, tell us something you've seen recently that just struck you. That was weird. What have you seen that was weird lately? Weird? Just something that struck you, huh? Well, I was watching the N- NBC coverage of the NFL, and I see Chris Sims on there. And Sims is wearing a dress shirt without a tie. 
and it's buttoned up all the way to the top. Oh yeah, I was I was fine with with it until you said buttoned up all the way. That's a. That's I mean, a funny explain that one, please. I don't understand. And if you're gonna button up, that's the whole point of not wearing a tie so that you don't have to button up all the way. That's the just weird, if you ask me. I'm with Sims you. is wearing a dress shirt, buttoned up all the way to the top, and he's not wearing a tie. I don't, that just looks weird to me. Didn't even have, like, the bolo tie or anything? Ah, it looks like it's choking him to death on there. <laughs> now, all right. Well, that was something you saw weird. But give us something you saw that was crazy. Crazy, huh? Just yeah. nuts. Um, you know, the AFC Championship game. That's fun. I saw this photograph that surfaced a couple days ago. And the Chiefs drafted a center. I wish the Falcons had taken this guy, Creed Humphrey, mm-hmm. yeah, out of Oklahoma. Immediately stepped in, and he's not playing on roller skates like the guy the Falcons have. Uh, Creed Humphrey's a player. And a leader. He's tough. He's handling his business up there. Well, I saw that uh, there was a photograph of him that surfaced after the game. He's got his AFC Championship T-shirt on that they were handing out as soon as they won. And he was leaving the Kansas City concession stand at the stadium. And it looked like he had he had just he had just purchased two 12-packs. And he was carrying them like a loaf of bread, you know? He had them under one arm oh, yeah. up against his hip. It's easier to just go with the case, but yeah. And I'm guessing there was going to be a party going down <laughs> in the players' parking lot. Hey, they deserved it. That, that was a little bit crazy. Rarely do you see a player... After the game, go right to the concession stand, buy uh, a case of beer, and then go to the players' parking lot to celebrate the big big victory. I hadn't seen that. I think that's a little bit crazy. I love it. They'll pop a few ones after a big win. Nothing wrong with that. I guess he didn't want to uh, jinx it or anything. He could have packed that up prior to the game. You would think there'd be like a locker room guy that could have that ready for you. I mean, imagine being the person working at the concession stand. Isn't that the center? I mean, you look up and you've got some. They're wanting to purchase not one, not two, not three beers. They want, a, uh, they want a case. Maybe they ran out, and that was a little refill run. And I'm going to tell you, if there was a rule about not taking those out of the stadium, when Creed Humphrey came walking up, that security guard just waved him on through. Yes, sir. Right this way, sir. All right, Buck. Well, we're here on Groundhog Day having a good time. I know we're happy to be here, Buck, but if there's one place in the world where somewhere else, you'd be, where be. Is, it, is it the beach, is it the mountains, or is it somewhere like in Europe? Where are you trying to go? Where would you rather be, Buck? Hey, man, you know the answer to this one. Hawaii. No. I got an idea where you're going. Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Oh, baby. Man, that would be awesome. Yeah. Hear about Josh Allen calling out of work? He was supposed to go to the Pro Bowl, Bowl, Buck. He said, no thanks. I'm a little more interested in this. I uh, don't blame him. In the celebrity golf. I mean, he'd be out there playing with Eric Church, hanging out with Bill Murray, is it Josh Dumel? Is that how you say his name, the actor? I'm not familiar with that, I got to admit. Yeah, hanging out with all those big-time celebrities, playing one of the great tracks in the world. Yeah, that's the only place I think I'd rather be right now than doing the show at 680 The Fan. By the way, you need a pick for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am? Jordan Spieth would be a lock. He's got six top tens at Pebble, and he's won multiple times out there. Yes. Now, if they're saying Baloo, that's too predictable. 
Let me go Maverick McNeely. Ooh. Two top fives. He's from the Bay Area. He knows his course like the back of his hand. Uh, yeah, talk about a, a guy not many people have heard on, heard of, uh, Maverick McNeely. And I think Victor Hovland is another guy, too. Won the USAM at Pebble. Love Victor Hovland. Yeah, yeah I think it's a good Big spot team. for him there, too. You got Pebble. any celebrity picks? Who's going to be the best celebrity out there? Um, What's Bill Murray going to be wearing? That's also fun. Is and Willie do the exploding ball trick? And Willie be high? Well, yes. Yeah, a chance. Let's see. Couldn't just a mix of Kentucky bent grass and. Uh, I think I'd just love to do that once. Looks like fun, Buck. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. I'll tell you what'd be awesome, too, is winning this great giveaway we've got going on right now. Because you see, 680 The Fan, we're celebrating 30 years of sports talk dominance, and we're kicking off Generation Fan and our 30th anniversary with the ultimate Hilton Head Island golf getaway. We're going to hook you and three of your friends up with a six-night, seven-course golf vacation, courtesy of 680 The Fan, and America's Golf Island, Hilton Head Island. Prize pack includes six-night golf villa stay for four at Palmetto Dunes Oceanfront Resort, seven rounds of golf for your foursome, including Harbor Town Golf Links. Now, I've played that about 20 times. During my days living in the Savannah area and loved every single time. Plus, you're going to get 250 bucks a person, gift card for each golfer to use in that pro shop, wherever you might be playing down there. And we want to thank our great friends at Infinity of Gwinnett. Our grand prize winner also gets to drive to Hilton Head and style brand new QX80 with plenty of room for your foursome and their golf clubs. They're going to let you borrow that. They're not going to give you the QX80, but you, you'll be able to drive it down and back. You can check out all the luxury vehicles at infinityofgwinnett.com. Time's limited. And I believe the deadline is, is at the end of the workday tomorrow. Yes, sir. So you got to get signed up. Go to 680thefan.com slash 30 and enter to win now. Town for the roundtable, isn't it? The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Yeah, Scott Howard on the call there. As a matter of fact, Scott Howard was in 680 The Fan Studios yesterday, hanging out with Chuck Dowdle, getting ready to hop in the car with Road Dog Gillespie and drive over to the plains of Auburn to see the dogs lose last night. Ugly loss for the Bulldogs. Could not slow down the Auburn Tigers as uh, the Bulldogs came up a little bit short last night. All right, a couple of stories out there as far as the Georgia program goes. Uh, Super Bowl coming up here soon. Georgia with four players in the Super Bowl. And this is the 22nd consecutive year the Georgia Bulldog football program has had a player playing in the Super Bowl. That is a pretty good run. Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, McCole Hardman, and Malik Herring are the four Georgia Bulldogs showing off their skill set in the Super Bowl. So congratulations to them. 22 years in a row, man, that is pretty impressive. 
Did you hear about Brock Bowers yesterday? I thought this was a uh, tremendous story. I did, Buck. And as if we needed any more reasons to love Brock Bowers. Was it the the Hollywood actress that reportedly he's dating now? Is that the story you're talking oh, about? Oh, I didn't actually see that, no. Yeah, yeah. you might have to All Google it. Right, I thought he had a girlfriend that he's uh, dated for he's a, a couple young of man, years Buck. over there at Georgia. Uh, Buck, he might, have some, he might have some options. I do know? know this. Brock Bowers reportedly passed on the collective money, the NIL money that was coming his way, and from what I'm told, uh, the NIL value for one Brock Bowers, who's regarded as one of the top players in college football today, the value was $1.2 million. Passed on that. Why would he pass on that? Uh, so it it would go to teammates? Yeah, he's passing on the collective yeah. that, that everybody is entitled to, yeah. Oh, they're entitled. They sure well, are entitled over there now. That's... Not just there, but everywhere. Yeah, he passed on $1.2 million. So it would go to his teammates. My goodness. I guess a college student, you really don't need that much money to live on, right? And then plus, he is a first-round draft pick in the 2024 NFL draft. So he's going to cash in big there. There are two types of collectives, as I understand it. One is the collective that's funded by donors, which Georgia has going on right now. Is that $11 a month or is that Tunnel for Towers? I forget exactly. And then the other one is the, two, uh, the uh, true brand deals, the commercial deals and endorsements. That uh, you hear Bowers right now on 680 The Fan doing a commercial for somebody. But I'm just blown away with that. Not that he could be dating a Hollywood actress, but the fact that he would pass on this money so teammates could cash in. Guys like Cedric Van Pran, the All-American center that stuck around for one well, more Brock's, year. Brock's a smart young man. He's focusing on building uh, relationships, brand for that's, that will continue in all likelihood, if everything works out okay, when Brock continues his career in the NFL. Absolutely. All right, coming back, Hawks, are they going to trade John Collins? We'll touch on it next. Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Changes here is the Buck Blue Show on the fan 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. Got a surprise for you coming up next, though. Yeah, I don't even know who's coming on next, Buck. I'm pretty excited to I think find it would out. be the locker room. Is that right? I really honestly don't know. That sounds right. 
Yeah, Chuck and Chernoff got the day started. A little, little odd seeing them in here. It's early in the morning time. Look, 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 they, look like they handled it pretty well. Apparently a uh, major controversy. Chuck was not satisfied with the coffee this morning, so that was a big point of contention. So, What are you talking about? we got a high-tech coffee That's, machine out in the I, break room. You know, Chuck. I mean, come on. I don't understand what was wrong. We got free, he was delicious cappuccino. I guess so. You know, Chuck's kind of a diva, right? <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, he's ours, though. We love him. Are the Hawks going to trade John Collins? Buck, we've been asking that question for four years. Well, I saw where Landry Fields, who reportedly is in charge now, was telling uh, some of the media members that the Hawks are focused on a John Collins trade right now. They're focused on it. And I look around the league, see some of these reports, uh, some of the Teams out in the West, uh, the Jazz and the Rockets are thrown in there as maybe interested parties. Looking at some article right now online that's proposing Collins goes to the Pacers from Miles Turner. Okay, that was one of the ones I saw as well. But he there, just signed there, an there are a bunch of them out there, Buck. Yeah, he's just signed a two-year, what? Uh, like 30 mil a year or something crazy. Yeah, $60 million contract extension. So the money would match up which you got to do in the NBA. Uh, reportedly, the Hawks have lowered their asking price on John Collins. They're no longer looking for a first-round pick because they weren't going to get one. They're looking for a quality player in return. Would that be Miles Turner? I don't really have an opinion on him. It makes no sense to me if we get Miles Turner and don't trade away Capella or Big O because those are our fives right now like how how is the lineup going to work yeah without those i don't know if we can line up and play in the nba without those two bigs and we got what kaminsky that would step in and play i mean my goodness i mean i yeah. i don't know if anyone wants to see that anymore we'll keep an eye on it and i know the locker room they they cover that hawks in the nba scene like nobody else so you can depend on those guys i believe they're up next which leads me right into the final word Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. Want to give a shout out to the great people at Central Heating and Air. Their technician, Robert Martinez, came to the Baloo household yesterday. And Central and Mr. Martinez have saved me $12,000. I kid you not. Last week, another... Atlanta Heating and Air Company came out to service my system. And the diagnosis was we had a crack in our furnace. The repair job would be $3,000. But they recommended me replacing the furnace and the price tag on that $12,000. Central out yesterday determined that it was not a crack. It was a stain. There was uh, some droplets of rain that had, there was a, uh, the seal on the roof was a little, little off. Well, that's good news, right? So there was a little stain. It was not a crack. I paid, I think, $89 for the service. Ooh, ain't going to be that. And the diagnosis. So today, uh, Buck Baloo, the Baloo family, so relieved. 
And we want to thank Chuck and Robert Martinez with Central Heating and Air. They saved me big time yesterday. And let me just say, Central Heating and Air is nothing short of awesome. Thank you, Buck. We appreciate them very much. Hey, check out our uh, full dose of podcast the podcast park you can find it brought to you by associated credit union i've got episode 80 up of bucks beat right now a dive into the brave shortstop situation heading into spring training with von grissom trying to win the job mark limke hangs out former brave second baseman we break it down for you bucks beat right now episode 80 be sure to check that out that's going to do it for me i'm glad there was no shadow today on groundhog's day Got a big surprise for you coming up next here on The Fan. Where's Nerney? The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.